This is DJ Freedom Train coming at you from a Himalayan ridge in northern India. Footsteps of Freedom is back with a vengeance. It hasn't even been six months since I uh, called it quits on my Hot Springs Trail through hike ending season one. But we're kicking season two off here on the other side of the world. And we're going to be coming at you with not just me, but a whole group of people that are going from Montana to India to Nepal. And let's see, what are we going to be doing? Well, we're in a wilderness medicine semester right now, so we all just became EMTs. And uh, we'll be checking in along that way a little bit. And then during our time in India, we'll be doing a lot of backcountry scenarios while trekking around in the mountains, learning how to rescue climbers on rock walls and people with injuries deep into the backcountry. Um, and just like odd ways to, to, to get them extra time or to get them out. And we're going to be checking in with the crew of people here, kind of about their feelings on the culture, this whole experience, these mountains. And then part of this crew will be going to Nepal and we're going to be doing the Annapurna circuit if everything falls into place, which is a 140 mile big circuit loop of the Himalayas and some of the highest Himalayas, topping out at 17,000 feet. Uh, and you hike from tea house to tea house. So that is a big thing I'm looking forward to. This season is going to be pretty amazing. A mix of culture, some sounds along the way, and just how everybody's feeling as they go through a transformation in another country. Once again, Footsteps of Freedom is being recorded 100% on an iPhone, edited as well 100% on the iPhone, and all the music is from people I know and sounds along the way. It's going to be very organic, and I'm not even sure how it's fully going to turn out, but we're going to keep it coming, and I'm really excited about it. This first episode, it's mostly checking in, getting to know the crew, so let's get to that. Seen so many things in between All this walking's caught a fire in my knee I gotta keep on walking Keep on today <laughs> and and there's all this white stuff falling from the sky what month is it <laughs> september 15th 2017 september 15th 2017 and there's snow falling from the sky we are in montana front country camping right now and uh it's a it's a little bit chilly a little nippy out here what have we been doing brie tell us a little bit about this course well, today specifically, we did um, some stations, so just practicing skills of inserting oral and nasal airways and stuff like that, suctioning airways. And then we did a backcountry scenario, like a search and rescue type thing. We found two patients, one with a dislocated shoulder, one with a broken femur, pulled traction, and pulled them out of the backcountry. So... We are in a two and a half month course right now, learning to become wilderness emergency medical technicians. We are here in Montana for this first bit, and uh, going forward, we're going to be heading to India in what, two, two weeks or something? 31 minus 15, 16 days. 16 days until we'll be heading to Asia, to the Himalaya. But uh, why don't we get a little recap on, on what this course is and, uh, 
and what we've done so far. So the truth is most of it so far has been sitting around inside a little shelter. We had a nice cabin for a while and studying a huge thousand page textbook <laughs> on becoming front country EMTs. Uh, what are some things that uh, really stuck out to you in doing that? I like the scenarios the most, so just practicing stuff. Um, but lectures are really fun. We've had two guest lectures. Dave, who I think is the owner or the starter. Of Airy. Of Airy Backcountry Medicine. So he came in and did a lecture on giving, helping people give birth, which was crazy. And then we had the guy whose name is... James. James. <laughs> Sorry, James. Um, come in and teach us about mental status altered mental status and stuff like that so it's fun to have different people come in and talk about things i think what stuck out to most to me is kind of just the backcountry stuff and how quickly stuff can go bad so if you're talking about shock then a person has a broken femur they start bleeding out not only they're gonna bleed out but then they their body goes into shock so you have to treat for that too um so that's just something you don't normally think about tell us a little bit about who you who you are and and how you ended up here what's what's your backstory uh, my name is Bree, by the way. I don't know if I said that. Um, I'm from Denver. I go to school in Fort Collins, Colorado. Colorado State. Go Rams. I'm going to be a junior this year at Colorado State studying biology, concentration, in anatomy and physiology. So long term, I want to be a physician's assistant. Um, but right now, just kind of taking the long scenic route there and just getting... I love to be outdoors, so I just want to get some... Um, medicine experience in the outdoors hopefully do something like search and rescue ski patrol before i have the rest of my life planned out um let's see for fun i like to ski i like to backpack i like to hike um i like to go rafting stuff like that um i'm a backpacking rock climbing guide in the summer what brought you to this specific program did it just fit well was it going abroad i had one of my friends did it last semester or last fall and that was, I think that was the first time they'd ever done it. Um, but who wouldn't want to go to India? And who wouldn't want to learn medicine in India? So it just sounded awesome. So. And what's your plans? Uh, so we have a month in India where we're actually in this course. Yeah. And we're going to be trekking, doing like a 10-day trek, doing four days of learning high rope rescue stuff. Uh, and we're going to be shadowing at a Indian care facility, uh, like a volunteer uh, hospital there in northern India in the mountains. Mm -hmm. But what's your plan after this program right away? Um, I'm going to be flying into Kathmandu um, and meeting my dad and my uncle. Um, in, in Kathmandu and we're gonna do part of the Annapurna circuit we're only gonna go to the base camp um, and we're gonna do a little bit of glamping <laughs> little little glamping <laughs> a little glamping nothing wrong with a little glamping but yeah it should be fun so the big thing here is about half of this group it sounds like right now will be heading to Nepal after this uh, <laughs> after this semester program learning to become EMTs learning about wilderness rescue scenarios but we're going to take that and we're going to be heading to Nepal and doing the Annapurna circuit. Brie will be there. She's kind of got her own setup already, but we might be uh, meeting up there. And then the rest of us will be uh, roughing it and we'll, we're going to glamp too. The truth is it's, it's the Annapurna circuit. Bunch of tea houses along the way. So there's big things coming up, big things going forward. And uh, we got, what was it, 14 days until we're heading to Asia? How many days in September? Oh, 31. I don't know. I think it's 31. Okay, so then 16 days. 16 days till we're heading to Asia. Big things coming, and I'm sure we'll be checking back in with you when we're trekking in the Himalaya. Booyah, Granny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we let you down.
It is five days until we fly to India. We're here in Missoula, Montana, and uh, we're finishing up our EMT tests and things like that. And I'm here with Aaron, who's going to India with me, as well as probably going to Nepal and hiking the Annapurna. Yeah, that that get that dance move. Yeah, so tell us about yourself, Aaron. How'd you end up in this uh, airy backcountry medicine program? Well, I was in college for my freshman year, uh, and I didn't like the academics a lot, but I was working at the forest that the college owns, running community events, doing maple sugaring, log splitting, that kind of thing, trail work. Uh, so I decided to leave after my first year. I did an SCA conservation corps in Massachusetts, uh, where I taught kids for the five months in the winter, and then did trail work around the state for the summer five months. And as part of that, they gave us our wilderness first responder training uh, through Airy Backcountry Medicine. Uh, and the three instructors were amazing. They're really cool people. Um, they always say, like, find someone who's doing what you want to be doing in 10 years and go talk to them. That was kind of how I felt about the Airy people. So I got out of the Corps when it ended. And then I'm using the money that the Corps is giving me to pay for this semester. And what did you teach the kids when you were doing that? Um, it was environmental ed. So we'd take them outside on hikes around the school and like find like you know like salamanders in the ball in the pond or one time we found a turtle skeleton and the kids put it back together we also had to teach them like in the classroom about the water cycle uh things like that the fun slideshow stuff no we the whole point of it was to do uh hands-on stuff mm-hmm. so we for the water cycle stuff we'd like get them to build watersheds Okay. And pour water in it, pour like dye in it for pollutants and see how it travels, things like that. Sing them songs, which based on how hard it was for you to get me to do this interview, you probably can't see me getting in front of... A bunch of kids and teaching them to sing environmental songs? Yes, but that is the thing that I've done. (laughs) Uh, So we're a month into the program here and a lot of the first part was book work and scenarios. What was like a highlight of the first month here? Uh, I think for me, just being in Montana... Just being in Montana, being out west. Yeah, like the land nav stuff. When mm-hmm. Mike took us up to that saddle and up the knob on the right. Learning to uh, just figure out where you are from just a map or shooting up the compass bearings. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, but it's also just nice to be using my brain again after two years. I kind of feel similarly not being in school for so long. Uh, it's stressful coming back to school-type settings of learning, but it's also kind of nice because I really haven't tried to learn from a book in a long time. Yeah. Uh, so, India, what we're, what are you uh, looking forward to in India? What do you, uh, What's your thoughts going ahead? I can't imagine India at all right now. Like, I've looked up pictures, but I just can't conceptualize what it's like. You're not worried about getting hit over the head by a monkey? No, I'm worried about having a monkey sink its 10-inch fangs into me. That is... Yeah, okay, all right. That would be pretty bad. Rabies scares me. Uh, Getting horrible diarrhea scares me. But just interacting with monkeys doesn't scare me. And what about the hiking? We're going to be doing a 10-day trek and then four days of uh, high rope rescue training. What do you feel about that? I think the trekking is going to be awesome. Um, I've never climbed before, uh, even though people have tried to get me to do it before. Um, So I'm excited for that, but I also have minimal upper body strength. Same, same. I'm not a climber. I think we'll mostly be repelling, I'm hoping. Yeah. It's mostly repelling. I want to learn to climb, though. I've always wanted to do that. After we do our trekking in India and a little bit of clinical time in the northern India hospitals, you will be accompanying me with a couple others, and we're heading to Nepal and going to do a 140-mile hike, Annapurna. 
It's going to be crazy. Like, what is the what are you looking forward to in the little bit we've looked that up? I think we're topping out at like 17,000 feet. Yeah. What's the highest you've been in your life? Uh, before I came to this program, the highest I'd been was 3,400 feet, which is the top of Mount Greylock. So we're going to quadruple that. The tallest mountain in Massachusetts. But since Quad- coming here, quadruple. I have... I did go on that hike up to that ridge in Spanish Lakes, uh, which was 9,500, so... So within a couple months, you're going to just just totally change at that highest and that the, that you've ever been and really yeah. feel that thin air. Why else are you excited to be heading to Nepal? I've heard about Nepal a lot. Uh, someone in my conservation corps, actually, uh, was possibly more, ex- more excited than I am <laughs> that I'm going to Nepal because she spent... I think a couple months there, uh, just traveling around and doing research on birds, I think. Uh, so I've heard about it a lot, and I'm excited to see it. Cool. All right. Well, we will be checking in with Aaron as we go forward here. Some big stuff coming, and uh, we're super stoked. Check it out. Five days till India. What's up, man? Not What's much, up, Alex? Uh, so who are you? Um, well, my name's Alex from Virginia. Virginia. A nice town called Fauquier County. What was that? Fauquier County. Fauquier County. It sounds like Fauquier County, I know. Hey, hey, we're trying to keep this clean <laughs> here oh, on Footsteps yeah. of Freedom. So yeah, Fauquier County. Sorry, I did not say So, uh, what's your background? How'd you end up in this program? Uh, I was on the Climb website, and I saw this ad for uh, Airy Backcountry Medicine, and I really wanted to get out of my house and go do something fun, and I chose this because we had to go to India for a month and do a long trek, and... Learned a bunch of rope rescue skills, so decided to rope try Rope rescue, yeah. Yeah, two, two, three days uh, we're getting on a flight. I'm in two days. You're in You're in two days as well, right? Yeah, I leave. Um, I go home for a night. I leave Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Okay. So to be at the airport at 6 or something. Well, me and Alex both found out we passed our written EMT test today, so that is huge. Yes, huge. We, it's, uh, we still got to pass the practical exam, but we passed the EMT written, which everyone says is far harder. So one big weight off the chest. What you looking forward to most in India? You mentioned rope rescue. Yep, rope rescue, hundred percent. Rope and, rescue. And finally, we get to go uh, hiking and stuff, and not be sit- sleeping in a really nice building in the hotel. middle of well, yeah hotel in the middle of nowhere. Hostel, hostel. No, I'm talking about the oh, Jack Creek. Okay, yeah. yeah, that place was fancy. It was so fancy. Wi-Fi in the middle of nowhere. It's crazy. So what's your background, man? You mentioned uh, Fauquier County. What what else? Like. Uh, Gone to school. How old uh, did you say? How old you were? I'm 20 years old. I went to community college first semester and dropped out first semester. And then this would be my start of my sophomore year. But I did this. I get all my credits for coming a freshman and transfer to U of M right here in Missoula. And then probably study biology or forestry. I don't know yet. All right. And uh, what what are you thinking you're gonna do with this EMT uh, licensure you're getting? Uh, I plan on working for the local ambulance service for probably like a year or two. You're getting into it fast, man. Unless I fall in love with it, then I'll do it, a career out of it. But I just want to get some experience under my belt so I actually know, remember the stuff I did learn in this course instead of all just going down the drain in a month or two. All right. So, yeah, plus ambulance ride-alongs were... And Alex is going to be with us this whole season. He's, uh, he's heading to Nepal as well with me. We got four of us, I believe, going. Yeah. Going to be doing the Annapurna circuit. What's your thoughts on that? What you looking forward to? What you pumped about? I'm pumped to finally get to see the Himalayas because I've always wanted to go there. And I know that I've heard on the internet and other places from friends and stuff that it is just the views are stellar. And it's going to be a really fun month of traveling. 
and stuff. Are you timid at all? Like, oh yeah, that, those hills are gonna kick my butt for sure. <laughs> Very out of shape, but you know what? It'd be worth it. Hey, when you're at seventeen thousand feet, it doesn't matter how good shape you're in. That's true. Just the altitude just kills your lungs. <laughs> All right, well, the real journey over to Asia is about to begin here in two days, and we will be checking in with Alex throughout the way. Thanks, Alex. No problem, man. happening we're here at the airport 24 hours we will be standing in india i'm here with ollie man what are you thinking what's thoughts going through your head um i'm just excited to take a leak in a urinal without stalls without stalls okay yeah. i'm wondering if they're squatty potties it's uh that that's that I, is in the oh, back of my head i've never tried one of those but what about bidets hmm? bidets i have not tried that either but it sounds um refreshing <laughs> So, Ollie, what, tell us a little bit about your background. How'd uh, you end up in this program? Word of mouth. Just kind of, you know, not going to school. Just just working a minimum wage job. Decided to be a good idea to learn three, how to do something. Three minimum wage jobs, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thought it'd be a good idea to learn how to do something useful. And you're planning on heading right into the, uh, the medical world after this, taking that EMT certification and rolling with it, right? That's the plan, yeah. Work on an ambulance, get some good experience, and then who knows what's after that. What's your uh, wilderness background? Why'd you choose the wilderness EMT? Um, grew up most of my life in Montana. Spent a lot of time uh, hunting originally, but moved towards backpacking, rock climbing. Just wanted to, I don't know, be able to take care of the people around me when we're out there and there's nobody else. Yeah, so we both passed our practical exam. We are full on certified at this point. And um, like I said, 24 hours we'll be in Delhi and I'm sure uh, Ollie will be with me the whole way there and we'll probably check in if anything crazy happens. Absolutely. All right. We are in Delhi on the side of a highway, uh, three minutes outside of the airport with a flat tire. Right off the bat, I don't know if somebody popped it at a stoplight or what, but the second we left the stoplight, people started pointing and yelling at us. Um, so, good start. Um. It's my second day here in India, in Delhi. And uh, day one didn't make of much. We kind of went out, got overwhelmed, and realized how jet-lagged we were and passed out at like 2 p.m. in the afternoon and messed up our whole sleep schedule even more. Uh, but day two here, we uh, rode a tuk-tuk all morning, a little three-wheeled motorized thing, and uh, the guy was super interesting, but we were trying to barter the whole time and it wasn't going so well. We ended up just stop hassling and then knew we were gonna pay a ton at the end. But we got to ride through some old, like old deli in the business little area. It's only like eight feet wide with motor scooters parked on both sides. And we were running our tuk-tuk right down the middle. And I think we ran over somebody's foot at one point. I was a little, was a little embarrassed or felt a little bad about that. But it was, it was really cool that drivers like that's just the way that driving is around here. You honk, and if people don't get out of their way, it, it, we got really, really close to a lot of people. 
it's kind of crazy but yeah we got to see some places but mostly we just kind of drove around the city all morning long we stopped at the red fort and saw an old mosque we didn't really go in because we were more just scoping things from a distance but we walked around the outside of these places went to a couple spice markets and parks it's it's, it's got a cool vibe but you know it, it's the biggest thing to take from this is being a white guy walking around India, every single person, you can't go 10 feet without a tuk-tuk driver trying to get you in. And he's like, oh, it's free up front. And then every time the price shoots up or if you don't haggle, it's, it's a crazy price. Prices on everything aren't marked. So you, you never really know like what you're getting. I, I guess it just in, takes time to feel out the culture and, and uh, not be taken advantage of but also get comfortable with being taken advantage of to some extent because there is so many people not making a lot of money i guess so i think for the rest of today i'm gonna just relax in our little hotel room here and kick it and read some harry potter i had my outing for the day and uh, tomorrow at 5:30, we're getting in a car going to the train station and heading into the mountains which is Really what I've been looking forward to, going to the mountain town of Missouri, Missouri. So after a chaotic time in the city, we are in the Himalayas. I am in one of the most amazing places I've ever been in my life. That's not like I'm not trying to sell it. It is absolutely incredible. We're at the Hannibal Center, which will be our home base for the next month while we're in India. It is a little wilderness ed center at 7,000 feet in the mountains built into the side of the mountain. Um, and right where I'm sitting recording this right now, I can see a monkey climbing around in a tree, little cars and bikes going around on a road carved into the side of the mountains. And uh, it's it's just incredibly, it's an incredible feeling being here. Uh, it's The Hannibal Center is a part of the Woodstock School, which is an old boarding school also carved into the side of the mountain. And then up above it is a little tiny, tiny village and a ridge road area where we just walked along and it was absolutely stunning. It's a little misty and a touch smoggy from the, the city off in the distance, but it is incredible. Where I'm looking right now, it's just a layer of cloud below us going up against the mountains and uh, I'm already stunned by the Himalayan mountains and I'm hardly in them. Um, we're just touching just touching the tip. We were down at a thousand feet when we were on the train ride here and then we just drove straight up into them. We're at 7,000 feet now I believe I said. I'm just so pumped for this next month going forward. Wild monkeys, stray dogs, uh, just views galore and and these mountains are like every mountain range has its own texture and this these mountains right here are very texturized very green we're right at a layer like in between uh con coniferous trees and deciduous we got a mix here it's it's um incredibly stunning and i can't wait to delve in deeper the hoopla that was the city is almost fully gone at this point when cars do drive by it's it's aggressive in an Indian fashion but 
overall, like, other than a few honking horns, it is nothing, nothing like the city was. Life is mellowed out here, and it's, it's just life is better in the mountains. And Here at the Hanaful Center with Jack. What's up, man? What's going on? Just getting all my together, you know? Yeah, yeah. Getting it, getting it all ready. We're just getting set up here. We've been here a couple hours now. What's your background? How'd you end up here? Um, uh, I guess I just quit my job because I was bored with it and decided to do this instead. What was your old job? Uh, augmented reality glasses, building them. Getting out engineer. So getting a little bit out of the tech and into the woods is, is kind of the oh, thing yes. you're going for? Definitely. So you weren't in uh, Delhi too long, but what's, what was your vibe in coming here, the journey, and, and finding this place? Finding this place was definitely a journey. It's always nice going up very skinny roads and you have no idea what's going on when there's honking the entire time and very close encounters the driving's crazy. pedestrians and vehicles. <laughs> the driving's crazy, but they are amazingly good at it. Very true. But yeah, the, uh, the roads, as we climbed up from town, we started at 1,000 feet in town. And then as we climbed up towards the Hanaful Center at 7,000 feet, it was it was steep, just switchbacks and what would you say, a lane and a half? Not one lane, but a lane and a half yeah. roads. Yeah, that's probably about right. Uh, but it was quite incredible, and it was a little smoggy in town, but as we started getting out, definitely cleared up and, and turned more into a mist. Um, what do you what do you feel about this place? I, we just went for a walk around. What do you what's the thoughts going through your head? It's a real nice place, especially like all the nature slogans they have scattered throughout town. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It feels a little bit historical as well as just um, incredible views and, and a, 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 an amazing vibe is what I'm finding. A nice refuge among the chaos that is New Delhi and India in general. Yeah, yeah. And there is a bakery on top of the mountain. Yes. How often is there a bakery on top of a mountain? Not nearly or enough. A ridge, a mountain ridge. <laughs> Not nearly often enough. Yeah. But I didn't get anything. We'll save that for tomorrow. Yeah, we got time. What do you plan on doing uh, with your EMT cert at the end of this, and what are you looking forward to in the coming weeks and months? Ooh, let's see. Probably do some sort of ski patrol and search and rescue with the certs. All right. I'm looking forward to all the hiking we're going to be doing. And, of course, the ropes rescue. Rope rescue, all Should right. Very entertaining. And then uh, Jack will be heading to Nepal as well, Annapurna yeah. Circuit. What, what's the thoughts going, going in towards that? Um, I'm mainly just excited because it's still been too foggy and cloudy here, so I can't see the big mountains. But I'm just excited to see mountains that are twice the size of mountains that I think are big. Yeah, there in Montana. <laughs> yeah, it's just getting out of the city. I was like, there was good times there, but it was also amazingly stressful. And now that we're in the mountains, like, my whole mood's changed. It's Oh, yeah. I can't wait to get in deeper, get in higher. It's going to be a hell of a couple months. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited for it. All right. We'll be checking in with Jack along the way. It 
is a beautiful day here in Musuri. Episode 1 is coming to an end, but go ahead, hit that subscribe button on iTunes, Google Play. Head over to footstepsoffreedom.com. You can hit the subscribe button on there as well. We're going to be a little bit more intermittent with this season, so if you hit that button, you'll get notified when the next episode is up. If you want to follow along, see photos from this season coming at you as we go. Photos are going to be being posted on Instagram. Follow Footsteps of Freedom on there. Music in this episode, we hit a trifecta. Intro music was from Anthony Carson. We had music from Konstantin Aleksevich Polyakov. And we're going to let it roll out with music from Chase Anna K. Where I Am Safe. <laughs>